Are you enjoying Bourbon Podcast? Be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And by the way, thanks for listening. If you're a first-time listener, thanks so much for tuning in. And if you listened before, welcome back. This is Bourbon Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm here with Kyle, and we've got Joe way down in Mexico. Hey, Joe, can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Hey. Bright, sunny, 85 at day. Don't rub it in. at night, man. It's nice. Listen, we're going to have to figure out how I can shut you up when you're going too long remotely, but we'll make it happen <laughs> one way or another. That, that, that's impossible, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, we're gonna, we've got a great guest today, but before we, what's our, what's our slogan? A little news. Yeah, we got to do some news. We're going to do, uh, we don't have any reviews today, but. Um, and we don't have any booze out we there. We don't have any booze. Man, this is like the dry episode. <laughs> yeah, Joe leaves sorry. us. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Joe's probably, Joe, have, how many margaritas have you had today? So uh, five to six is happy hour at the first outdoor restaurant. Those are always beers. Six to seven, it's two for one. And they do these mango margaritas down here with fresh squeezed mango. I, you can't stop it too. You got to go to four. So I'm average to go out four margaritas a night. Okay. To go out to go over two beers before right. I get dinner. Your liver hates you. Hey, our guests are known around the world for blending great whiskey. They started a little company with Dixon Dedman called Kentucky Owl. You heard of it? Of course you have. After the business sold in 2017, they started Old Carter Whiskey Company. We've got Mark and Sherry Carter on today. We recorded this interview at their newly remodeled building located at West Market Street in Louisville, right beside Justin's. Oh. Funny story. I did not know that it was next door to Justin's. So Joe and I go into Justin's, we're talking and we say, Hey, we're going to interview Mark and Sherry Carter. And I go to get back in the truck and they were like, where are you going? They're like right here. I mean, are you driving somewhere? No, I didn't. So we were standing out there and I noticed it was Mark Carter getting in his car. And I said, uh, Mr. Carter, hi, we're, you know, this is uh, Ben and Joe. And anyway, he took us upstairs. Great hosts. You know, they were just wonderful, yeah. wonderful people. Uh, so we got to drink some really good bourbon and, uh, we even broke a little news with him. You're going to hear that in our episode, actually kind of big news. So stay tuned for that big announcement. Um, because first we got to cover the news. The oldest liquor store in New York city was fined $100,000 to settle allegations that it was selling counterfeit bourbon. Have you heard about this? Uh, Acker, it's Acker. A uh, 203-year-old liquor store on the Upper West Side builds itself as the oldest and most respected liquor store in America. Got in a little trouble. Public records show that counterfeit bottles of E.H. Taylor Four Grain were being sold for $1,000 a bottle. So, of course, the company denies that it knowingly sold counterfeit bourbon but did pay the highest fine that it could possibly pay. Acker's lawyers uh, are disputing the allegations, yet it paid the fine. Let's see. We've got SLA Commissioner Vincent Bradley was asking if any of the employees who worked there had been fired. Apparently they had not. Uh, Bradley told the lawyers this was clear fraud here, and a, uh, or at least a substantial likelihood of fraud. Uh, apparently, the store employees were going out of their own money. They were using their own money, buying from private collections, and then reselling it at the store, but not telling the store owner. 
This <laughs> feels fishy <laughs> sounds, overall. Yeah, it sounds fishy. The, you know, about a year ago too, they the labels that um, there was a you know, they were able to detect these these uh, at least on the secondary market the you know the four grains that um, were clearly like had they had some discrepancy in terms of well you know how the there's little slight difference in the label and so they were able to pick it out pretty quickly but it's interesting that the whole you know from that now a whole investigation has kind of occurred. I- I have to believe, I mean, Joe, you may have an opinion. This has to be going on more than we probably know. You, you think about what it takes to counterfeit, you know, were they using, because all, all those bottles come in the tube, right? I mean, yeah. were they counterfeit? Yeah. Did they get counterfeit tubes? Were they just getting, were they just refilling they old just, bottles? Probably just refilling. And that's why folks, if you're buying, you know, if you get a nice bottle, please don't sell the bottle on eBay. No. Uh, you can buy Pappy 20, Pappy 23. You can buy pretty much any of those bottles on eBay. And what people are doing is they're counterfeiting. We've actually had people reach out to us uh, on social media asking for our old bottles. Like things we'll post. They'll say, hey, when you finish that, will you ship it to me? The answer is, Absolutely hell no, not. I'm not sending no. it to you because I know what you're going to do with it. One guy said he was making lights. Yeah. Or maybe he was. <laughs> but but most, most importantly, I mean, if you're selling these things on eBay, you're contributing to a big, big problem. So, uh, when you finish up your bottle, either keep it or bust it. Yeah. In fact, uh, the Van Winkles encourage people to destroy their bottles when they're finished with them yep. because it's really hit them hard with the, um, the counterfeit bourbon. So we will, uh, I think that's the end of the story since they paid the fine, the yeah. maximum fine permitted. So let's move on to the next one. Homeowners in bourbon country are taking, uh, distilleries to court. Guess what for? I think I just saw that. Somebody sent this to me. Yeah. The mold. It was in the New York Times. Yeah. yeah. Whiskey oh, fungus. Yeah. Whiskey yeah. fungus. So this is actually a big deal. Um, it was first noticed back in, I guess it was France. In the 1870s, they observed what they called a plague of soot. Soot. Yeah. From uh, co- the cognac. Cognac. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it was... Um, Apparently it will get on siding, it will get in your home, and it is very, very destructive, very difficult to get off. Uh, it wrecks patio furniture, any outdoor surface. Uh, it even chokes trees to death. Yeah, I had no idea. I was I read that maybe this morning. You, know, you see it on the sides of Rick houses. I just didn't know it traveled kind of all over yeah, <laughs> where guess. they're producing. I mean, it's why. And they said you can't do anything about it. Basically, as long as the alcohol is in the air, it's going to keep yeah. going. So what happens, you know, it kind of makes me think of um, black lung, you know, here in West Virginia with the yeah. coal dust and things like that. I mean, their employees are breathing this, right? Yeah. I, did you, re- in that article, it, it's, there's somebody quoted as saying like, well, thank goodness it's not harmful to humans. And I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> a little early to say that. Anyway, a Lincoln County judge on February 24th rescinded a building permit for a 7th Jack Daniels barrel house in the county, Lincoln County. Siding with homeowners Christy and Patrick Long, the Longs say they spend about $10,000 a year pressure washing their house with water and Clorox. And, but they paused the, um, they were able to actually stop the barrel house expansion. So this is happening, I think in Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, there's a, uh, University of Toronto professor who has studied the fungus since, since 2001. <laughs> I mean, you're studying fungus for over two decades. Uh, anyway, he told the New York Times that it was, um, it had a very, 
It it would it does not have it doesn't appear to have a negative impact on human yeah, health. That's a guy was yeah, that's what I was talking about. It's like, well, okay, I, maybe. <laughs> I don't see how in the world that's possible, but we'll follow that story because I suspect there will be other lawsuits. Yes. As a result. You think so, counselor? <laughs> I would say like there and Jack Daniels being the number one exporter of whiskey in the world. Uh, they're, they're, if it, and the way Lynchburg is kind of laid out, I guess, I guess it's probably the perfect place to study it, but uh, I don't know. And for those that have downloaded this episode, we actually have Joe in a barrel right now. <laughs> We've got him in Mexico <laughs> in a barrel. We uh, can just plug it whenever we want him. Yeah, that, to that's stop. that's how we stop him from talking. We just we put the bung away and we can't hear him anymore. <laughs> a Woodford Reserve unveiled its 2023 uh, Derby bottle. Do you guys get these? I don't. Joe, you have them, I, don't you? You know, I uh, I picked up the one, the COVID one because I thought that was kind of cool. That, that that Derby never ran. And I thought, well, this is kind of cool. I'll actually get one because it never ran. Maybe one day that'll be a neat bottle to mm. tell people about that they actually made a Derby bottle, but there was never a race ran. But that's the only one that I I basically own. So I don't I don't collect those, no. Okay. I think I have two of them. Anyway, this year's bottle is going to celebrate uh, Secretariat. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it was unveiled uh, last Wednesday at Churchill Downs, and the artwork on the bottle honors the 50th anniversary of Secretariat's Kentucky Derby win. Kentucky native Jamie Corum was the artist behind the design. Corum also designed the artwork on last year's bottle. That would have been, the I assume, the COVID bottle, or was that two years ago, no. the COVID bottle? That's a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Ran last, they ran last ago. year, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the artist has more than a decade-long relationship with the uh, family who owned uh, Secretariat. The artist says, "I chose to compose it almost like a historical painting. If you see the bottle, you can find it online. It looks like it looks like a historical painting, just like the horse and the uh, and the jockey. Uh, detail uh, with clear and accurate, and serves uh, to tell the story of that moment." The bottles went on sale Wednesday, MSRP $55. It's just a standard Woodford product, right? It is in a fancy yeah. model. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. Yellowstone actor Ryan Bingham, who plays Walker on the popular TV series, which I guess its future is in doubt. Uh, Kevin Costner may or may not be burning. Oh, He's getting some pressure from his wife about his schedule. <laughs> I mean, what? You just got to stop at some point. He's got all the money in the world. I mean, just, yeah, just I mean, enjoy it. I love the show. I love it. Um, man, you just got to give it up at some point. That's not, that's not the whiskey news, though. That's not the, anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I went down that rabbit hole. As uh, I say, is there whiskey involved in it? Yeah, yeah. So Ryan Bingham is launching his own bourbon. He's going to call it uh, Bingham's Bourbon, and it's going to be produced in Texas. Huh? Oh. What do you think about that? Interesting. I'm my We'd sheet here. Definitely need another bourbon, obviously. Yeah. So the bourbon <laughs> is made with Texas-grown rye, wheat, barley, and corn. Bingham calls it the distilled spirit of Texas. Hmm. Hmm. One of our yeah, friends four grain. How about that? Yeah, yeah. four-grain bourbon. Uh, it's going to be 80 proof, which is uh, a little light. I'm thinking Texas yeah. whiskey. I'm thinking... Come at me with 120. 80. You know what I mean? 80, I just, nah, yeah. you can't. You I can't think be that's, that, that's that whole campfire thing going on. You know, the campfire whiskey, they, they say it's low proof, right? But I don't know. That, that to me sounds awfully low. Yeah. So Bingham is, uh, obviously he's known for his role as Walker on uh, Yellowstone. But, uh, you know, he's a country singer. He's played 
all over Texas, all over the United States. Oh, yeah. he That's right. I did know that. He said, at one of my very first gigs in a tiny little Texas bar, the owner told me, kid, if you can keep people buying drinks, you'll always have a gig. So he's just doing it a different way. You know, yeah, no, no right. more playing the bars. He's actually going to serve. He's going to have the uh, bourbon at the bar. So good for him. You think he's going to... Um... I'm assuming he's sourcing that whiskey from someone, right? A Texas distillery. What, um, this article doesn't say for certain. I don't know if it's, it's got to be sourced, but it may be sourced out of yeah. Texas. Because yeah, one it's of all the Texas grains, you'd think. Yeah, he says he's tried uh, a bunch of different whiskeys. He didn't find anything that was, um, that he liked as much. So he said that he's going to, after searching high and low, I decided to head home to Texas and, quote, make my own. Hmm. Mm. Always makes me a little suspicious, but we could be, <laughs> yeah. could be well, wrong. We'll try it. Maybe we'll have him on. Yeah. That'd Speaking be of having folks on, listen to this guest lineup we have in the next few months. Give it to me. You ready for this? Dixon Deadman, formerly Kentucky Owl. He, of course, was in with the Carters for, with Kentucky Owl, now 2XO, which is getting rave reviews. I think we reviewed it on here, haven't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think batch one we got yep. a hold of, and um, man, that's good. We liked it. We're going to have one or more of the Garrison brothers coming on from Texas. They're going to tell a um, pretty funny story about trying to <laughs> trying to distill bourbon in that Texas heat and what it does yeah. to the barrels. In fact, it will destroy the barrels. Sagamore Spirits, Brian Treacy's coming on, and... Thank you, Kyle, for hooking us up with Pinhook CEO Alice Peterson. Yeah, so Dixon exactly. Dedman, one or more of the Garrison brothers, Sagamore Spirits, and um, Alice Peterson of Pinhook. Those are coming on over the next month or so. So we've got some great, great guests great that are going to be here. Yeah, first, do you have the uh, a bottle of that cowboy bourbon handy, the Garrison? Yes, sir, I do. I was about to say, that would be, I've always wanted to try it. That'd be a great one to review and have him talk a lot about that whiskey. Well, we're going to have to, you've been been sucking on margaritas. We're going to have to toughen you up when you get back here. That's right. Because (laughs) the bottle that I have, I have a couple of bottles, but they're both uh, 130 plus proof of Garrison Brothers. And I'm going to tell you, um, I'm a big fan. I I love their product. Uh, The first time that I tried it, it was, it was, and I don't want to do the whole thing now, but. I mean, it's different, but it's really, really Yeah, different. I'm excited. I've yeah. only had it once or twice, and I've, I'm excited to talk to them and to get into it a little bit. Yeah. But first. But first. But first, we're, before we get to that episode, let's talk about this episode. Mark and Sherry Carter, they're coming up next from Louisville, Kentucky, their newly remodeled building. Stay tuned. Hey, thanks for joining us. We've got uh, two special guests today, two for one, Mark and Sherry Carter. Thank you so much for coming on Bourbon Podcast. It's our pleasure. Thank you for having us. So I know we have some uh, some different pours here, but I wanted to just kind of get started. Um, tell us a little bit about how Old Carter came about. I mean, your your history, your experience is in the wine industry, and then you, you get into bourbon. How did that How did that happen? Well, uh, we can make it pretty short, but we can make it really long, depending on how much time you have. <laughs> how long is your show? <laughs> Yeah, How old we, would you like it to be? <laughs> give us the give us the middle version. Well, <laughs> a little middle, uh, two minute, you know, yeah. kind of we can run it down. Is uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, have a small inn in Northern California and became a, the wine buyer and spirits buyer for my hotel and restaurant that I started 
way back in 87 we got the restaurant going we were uh, buying lots of wines and uh, pretty soon you decide you really want to make wine yourself so you do and you get a good friend to help you and uh, that turns out good and pretty soon you end up buying a winery with that good friend and uh, we bought a winery called Envy uh, and uh, we made Carter and Envy there, and um, but we weren't making a lot of money there. We we're losing money, in fact. So we started looking around at all my innkeeping friends, and we uh, t said we could make wine for you. We have lots of capacity, and so only one guy stepped up, and it was a guy here in Kentucky, and uh, that was Dixon Dedman, and his parents had had the uh, Beaumont Inn for a hundred years, and he told me a story about uh, the family making uh, bourbon, and it was uh, Kentucky Owl. And they told me the story, it went down river and uh, burned up and uh, they never got restarted. And I never forgot that story. And when Dixon wanted to make some wine, I said, we could do that, but we'd probably be better off if we actually bring your bourbon brand back. And that was in 2011. And that's when we all jumped on board, you know, Sherry, and myself and Dixon. And we blended uh, four from 11 till basically uh, 17 or uh, 16 and then it sold in 17. Mm -hmm. So that's how we got in and you can tell about <laughs> old old Carter how that happened. Oh well uh, that went very well actually that Kentucky Owl thing and um, yes up until 16 we we did six big releases of, of the Kentucky Owl we were very excited and fell in love with making whiskey here in Kentucky and then the brand sold and when that brand sold I was very sad and so we decided we weren't done we were we going to go do, for it again we could do it again yes and yeah. so old carter was born and our first we started buying barrels immediately in 2017 and then our first release was 2018 and we did our first year we did two, two rides a yeah. bourbon and an american i think i think so yeah so so you've been, been successful in the whiskey industry twice i mean you've got you know uh <laughs> both of them have been just wildly popular and chair one of the things that i like about old carter you've you you're an artist yes uh and people may not know this everybody knows the whiskey but the label i've heard that that's actually a horse that you had carved or that's part of your artwork on the that's, label that's right yes it's an original uh woodcut that i did in the late 90s all right Happy and, horse. Is, and is that somewhere we're actually here in louisville at uh, the old carter whiskey company is it somewhere in the building it is in the building actually. <laughs> i should have brought it over it's in my art studio yeah, yes that's fantastic fantastic yes. so you've got how many releases do you have now you started I, at first in 2018. i think, I think we kind of lost track but exactly yes but so in, yeah i think there's a, a probably over, 100 over 100 over 100 yes now. so we've been what we, we did six with Kentucky Owl, and we thought we were just you know oh, yeah. going strong. And, and <laughs> actually, uh, three, four, and five were single barrels. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> so one and two and six, you know, were, were yeah. actually blends we made. Exactly. But we we hit really hit the ground running with Old Carter, and that first year we did probably what five releases, and then we yeah. did the following year in nineteen, we did several single barrels, and um, that really started to get the production um, up. And, and we started, we continued bottling uh, just like we did with Kentucky Owl at Barstown for quite a few years until recently, just until last year, 22, uh, we actually started bottling right here in, on our uh, premise, which is 105 West Market. And it's really not open to the public. It's really a, where we uh, blend and uh, bottle our, our bourbons, whiskeys, and rice. Exactly. 
Blend right over there. So, the, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> On that very how messy you, table. How do you do so? <laughs> how do you do so much in this in this space? I mean, you, so you blend up here and then you bottle downstairs. Yes, of yeah. course we store barrels offsite. Yeah, so. the barrels are stored. So you yes. just bring them in and we bring and them bottle. in as as ready for processing. So your latest is batch 14, am I right, or have you... For the bourbon, it is, unless we're talking very small batches, right. which have already got released and are on shelves in Kentucky. No. Nope. They are already <laughs> next door at Justin really? Sloan. Yeah, yeah oh, next door. And actually, Justin, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Sloan came on our podcast once before, and I believe he's in Lexington. Um, but we were just next door before this, and there are three or four on the shelves next door. Now, yeah. well, they'll be gone by the time this yeah. is released. So. <laughs> yeah. so Kentucky small batch number three yes. is on the shelf. Yeah. Exactly. That's we can confirm that. And so your main lines of, you know, of, the, of the whiskeys that you're releasing, uh, kind of it's, it's anchored with your, the bourbon, right? And the, then the rye. And American whiskey. American whiskey. And then you have... Kentucky variations whiskey. of yeah. those, but then you have this Kentucky, you know, whiskey as well. Yes. But those would be the main lines. And so, um, what what made you want to go from having a, a, a you know a small batch bourbon that you could just uh, release uh, to, through your six states to doing these very small batches for each state? So, in other words, I know Kentucky, you're on your third release of very small batch. And you've done very small batch in District of Columbia, California, Louisiana, etc. Right? Yeah. But what, what was the thought process there, going from 2,000 bottles down to 300 bottle, you know, um, releases? Good question. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Is we could, you know, with the 3,000 bottles that we do for a small batch. Right. So I guess we should start there, right? Yeah. So our yeah. small batches and our very small batches. Are vastly different, I think, than industry small batches yeah. and very small batches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, our small batches, our largest one was Walmart, 15, uh, but, uh, 16 barrels. Yeah, we got to about 3,000 bottles. Yeah. And when you divide Actually, that. Actually, batch 14 was our largest batch today. Yeah. Great. And when you divide that by seven states or seven distributors, you get down to about 200 bottles each. So we said we have to do something to supply our distributors and the people in, in those states yeah. that want our product because we, we want to make it accessible to the public and by only having 200 bottles in the state wasn't too good so we came up first with a three barrel blend mm -hmm. uh, batch one and two in most states were three barrel blends and we love blending these, these little or these yeah. little yeah. these very small batches yeah. uh, they're really fun yeah and we we had a blast and they were very well received so the first round went out and we actually allowed the, um, that was so fun. We, we had the program set up where we send samples of the already blended. So we had done all the blending. We sent three samples out to, to the distributors thinking mm -hmm. this would be a great, they'd get to pick their They could pick their blend. Blend, yeah. It did slow things down a little because <laughs> they didn't have a hard time to get back. It was like, it took, it took a month you know, basically. It took like oh, no. three months to get everybody settled with what they wanted. So, but then we kind of knew all right, this, these are kind of the, the their palettes, their palettes what they enjoy. And so after that, we blended them, and then we'd come up with one and say, oh, this is great mm. for, you know. This is New York. Or Louisiana. Or this is Louisiana. Yeah. But they, this is they've been a blast. Yeah. So it was a blend, so where, where you might think when you're in your small batch, you're gonna take a certain number of barrels and you're gonna blend those. So yeah. Six to 10 or 20 barrels on the high end. Yeah. For these very small batches, are you, 
are you taking many different barrels and blending it into a 300 bottle release, or are you taking three, two barrels, three barrels, taking three barrels, blending them together? That's really destroyed. So that's about five, about 500 bottles, right? So yeah, uh, depending on how. Yeah. You know, most of our stuff is seven years old yeah. or older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a sweet spot. Seven to right. nine years is great for us. We mm -hmm. love working with that. Right. We do. Yeah. We do. And what are we, what are we tasting now? Well, this is uh, actually single a single barrel. barrel. And, okay. Uh, you see the bottle? Yeah, what's let's go. What's cool is this is barrel one of the single barrels. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's well, amazing. Cheers, cheers, you guys. Cheers. Yeah, really nice to be here. Thank, Thank you, you for again. having us. I hope you enjoy Thank it. you for sharing with us. Oh, so the specs on this bottle, let's see, 117.6 proof, bottle number 100 of 121. Barrel number one. Yep. And this is a 14 year. 14 year? Mm -hmm. 14 year single barrel. Wow. That's good. Well, the nose mm. is great. And you definitely get the those great vanilla um, and, and really a nice spice profile and a little bit of oak I get on the nose as well at the end. But this is really delicious. We've had fun with these single barrels, you know. Um, you never know when we bring them in. We do samples on every uh, barrel we, we take for blending or even tasting single barrels. And we, some days we go, oh my goodness, this is so fabulous. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. bring it in and it, it had changed in you know six months. Mm -hmm. we go, yeah. Well, look, we might have to put this back away. This is, <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work for us today. Oh, you definitely taste the kind of the age on this. The oak really dominates here, but it's really pleasant. Yeah. It's got nice viscosity. Oh, we yes, we're very big on viscosity. Yeah, yes. mouthfeel, yes. richness, exactly. we're always very a nice. little sweetness at the end, mm -hmm. structure. Mm. Comes from our, our winemaking background. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm curious. So a lot of the, a lot of the companies are now aging their whiskey or finishing their whiskey in wine barrels. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about doing that? <laughs> or how do you feel about it? <laughs> well, you know, it's any, anything is possible and everything is possible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been asked that question uh, many, many times. He has to take a drink. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, we, we um, reviewed the uh, on our podcast uh, the Bardstown Prisoner mm -hmm. yes. barrel. Um, I'm not sure how that went over. I think well, it was more like we need to find some food to pair it with to find out how much we actually like it. But yeah, but I'm curious. I mean, is there yes. we, is there a plan to do that at some point, or is it? Well, we really we enjoy Bardstown Bourbon Company mm -hmm. and uh, uh, very very lot. You know, we were uh, in fact. There's a backstory here somewhere. <laughs> they, they they have approaches, and you know, they I think they do some of the best wine barrel finishes out there. I agree. And uh, so they uh, have actually approached us and we're working on a project. We we, we can okay. say it now. Yay. So, and uh, yeah, we've got uh, uh, 10 barrels we brought out from uh, oh, California, right. uh, from one of our, our finest vineyards uh, that we've made 100 point wines off of. And mm. so they have those barrels and we have whiskey in them. Well, what was really cool was we were able to blend that blend of whiskey together. Yes. So we built the blend with their team, um, Dan Calloway, who's a wonderful friend yeah. and a wonderful person, and um, uh, put together a really fun blend we, we all loved. Yes, we So did. we've got that archived and then it went into barrel 
and um, we've been tasting it every six weeks or so. Yeah, about uh, once a month to every uh, yeah. month and a half, roughly. Yeah. To see how to it's see, Just to watch the development of it. So it's been fascinating, and that's all we can say now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember how long they finished the, the, the prisoner. Isn't it usually around six months, like six I to 12 months? It, 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 it does vary. When it's ready, yeah. it's ready. Yeah. And it may yeah. be six months, it may be a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see because a lot of the people that are doing are bourbon people finish it. And so it would be. it's going to be interesting to see, you know, because you start off as wine folks. I mean, now. You know, I, this is this is going to be a hit. Yeah. This is going to be a hit and, uh, because it's the, it's the best of both worlds. You know, wine. You know, whiskey. That's what yeah. it's been fun to to monitor it yeah. and really see what it does because we haven't done it before because we hadn't really met a finished whiskey that we loved. And what's really fun since we're at Bar Sound Bourbon Company with Dan Calloway, who has got a great palate yeah. and is just a wonderful human being is that we've been able to adjust where uh, yes. our barrels are in the rickhouse. And uh, that's really been a very interesting and enlightening meal uh, yeah. for us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So mo project. moving it down and taking the temperature down a little bit, is that the Different thought? Different things. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. Which we never have gotten to do because we don't even know when we buy barrels sometimes where, where those barrels are in the rickhouse. Rick right. right. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's that's interesting news. So, what, <laughs> so what else besides that potentially is uh, is on the horizon? <sighs> lots more, um, lots more fun releases. <laughs> yeah. We've got we're we are uh, in the process of um, just trying to we, increase production. And uh, we we've need, got a fantastic team, yeah, Jay we, Matthews and Brian. Yeah, we Boone. have to give a big you know, shout out yes. to Jay Matthews and Brian. Mark and Boone. I did it all together for years, yeah. and then we got. And Jay, Jay is just great at logistics. He is getting stuff, and he pushes us to he's make a sure. Production ninja. Yes, yeah. I mean, he's a pre-start production. How are you just, doing on those blends? Yes, are you have those blends ready for me yet? You know. Yes, he keeps us in our lane. Yeah. We're, you know, we're both creative, so we're easily distracted. So uh, it's been really um, wonderful to have he and and Brian. Brian heads up our. Old, old Carter Social Club, mm -hmm. which we're sitting in today. Right. So, which um, is just it's, absolutely gorgeous. It's outstanding. All right, Sharon, I'll here. ask you this question and then I'll ask Mark. When you go home in the evenings and you're going to have a sip, <laughs> what are you drinking? Chardonnay these days. Sure, I knew it was going to be wine. I knew it was going to be wine. And if, you have, if you're going to drink a bourbon, what are you drinking? Well, we're What's your kinda, go -to? I think for us, it's like, we try everything out there you need to. you got to yes. taste the brand new releases from everyone. If you're going to, uh, I think, improve your palate. Yeah. You know? And yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's what we've been doing for a long time. Yes. You know? And we do have a lot of favorites out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll see the new releases. I said, i got to try all three of those. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's an exciting time to be in the industry. I yeah. Think. How, so how, is your, how is your, your stock of, you know, of good barrels and do you have a reliable pipeline there? Yeah, we are forward? distilling, you yeah. know, exactly out of Barstown, now not Barstown, but over at, in um, Castle and Key. So yeah. that's been really good. We've got quite a few barrels and we're going to be doing another 300 barrels mm -hmm. in September. We put a pretty good um, production plan in place immediately yeah. because we didn't want to have it. We didn't want to run out and running out have to do what in we fact, did the first time. That is why we don't have a barrel pick program yeah. because mm -hmm. we just didn't have enough stock that we felt like we could cut barrels loose for a program like that.
that. And we, we like to blend. And yes. if we just, we could buy barrels and we could pass them through to you, but we really it's didn't really do what, 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 what did we do here? Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So, um, yes, we immediately started distilling, laying down new make in 17. Yep. And then we also have been purchasing source barrels this whole time as well. Right. Various ages, all the way up to 27 year old. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, if you could, could go back to 2018, 2017, yeah. post Kentucky Owl, yeah. and you could do something differently, what would it be? I don't know. Uh, if, uh, at the beginning, if we could have got more barrels, we would have bought as many as you could get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we I think we've done really we've done well. Really well. We've done really well. We've yeah. seen some opportunities, and we were able to actually be able to pick those barrels up. Yeah, you know. absolutely. I feel like it's grown exactly the way it's supposed to have grown. Just really organically. It very right. much organically, and um, you know, we always said that we wouldn't do more than we we were not going to release anything we didn't believe in. Yeah, just to get something out or to increase production. We were never going to be a brand that did that. Um, and we haven't. And it's been, uh, you know, I feel like we've everything we've done, we've done with integrity and with Absolutely. intention and to make great product. We love to, we love in, to make In addition whiskey. to being blenders though, I mean, you're, you're entrepreneurs. So okay. Sherry, what advice would you give other entrepreneurs? Let's focus on female entrepreneurs. What, okay. what advice would you give them as far as uh, developing the business? I would say be as, you know, as informed and educated as possible. When we got into it, um, the creative part of, you know, who I am came forward with not only the labels, but of course the blending and, and doing all, there's, this is very distracting because everybody's we're, drinking right we're now. Drinking, <laughs> we're drinking uh, actually bourbon, bourbon five, batch five. And, and yes. so I see some people uh, across the way oh. going, it's like they, I think they're enjoying it. It's good, nice. good. Very good. <laughs> oh, so I'm that. sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. No, that's okay. Because guys, here's the uh, women okay. entrepreneurs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, ladies. Uh, no, I would just, um, you know, when we uh, were, were actually doing Kentucky Owl, I went and did the distillers intense class over at Moonshine U. And I, I love studying. I love to be a student. So uh, between Dixon, Mark, and myself, we looked at each other and, and I said, somebody needs to go to school. <laughs> they looked at me. It was a good, intense course, it was fantastic. too. fantastic. Sherry learned so much there mm -hmm. and met so many great people. And we learned what not to do. Well, right. And I mean, you've <laughs> got to start with the passion and the drive and the, you know, the desire to build something. You've got to start with that. But know as much as you can about it so that you don't, you know, go down, um, you don't get yourself in over your head just because you don't know what you don't know. So right. be humble, be a student, and, and the sky's the limit, you know? And, and Mark, I mean, when you have, um, I mean, people have great ideas all the time, but how do you take it from that great idea, sitting around drinking a bourbon or a, a glass of wine, to actually implementing it? I mean, that's the, you know, it's a lot of hard work. Well, you I, have an in-house designer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a great, we had a, no, no, we had a great team yes. to even to begin with. I, you know, and when we talked to Dixon, and he had no idea how this was going to happen. But I said, how much more difficult can it be than putting wine in a pot? Right. And I said, Sherry's a great artist. She and I was making wine at the time. Yeah. With my little brand. Yeah. And she can she can do a great label for us. I've got a guy at the winery can do compliance yes. for us. 
you know, Dixon, your feet on the ground, you know, uh, and, uh, and I, I got a little those. money that I can buy the barrels. And Dixon yeah. did find the barrels. Yes, he did. Yeah. And Which so, we uh, couldn't have done probably. No, because he had to be right here. Yeah. So it worked out really good. It really did. This batch five, uh, old Carter bourbon, I, I was, when, when we were looking through the cabinet and you said, what should we try? I'm like, you wouldn't happen to have a batch five there, but <laughs> I literally was eyeballing it on the secondary person to person, thousand dollars for that bottle right now, the secondary minimum probably more in the store, but this um, this is everything I remember it to be. This is a 2020 release that you all did, and so um, it's just delicious. Thank Small you. batch, only um, 1,640 bottles released yeah. from this one, and it's just great, incredible. Ben. I mean, it has everything you would want in a, in, in a high quality, you know, Thank great you. finish. Yeah, there was a fun that. story with Batch 5. Oh my goodness, yes. Mm -hmm. So you want to tell us? Yeah, yeah, let's hear the story. So, you Since know, we're drinking it, we, were supposed, yeah. we were supposed to be doing some, uh, you know, uh, rice. And so we had our rice samples out and we got them all, you know, for all the barrels to do our small, you know, kind of blend of rye. And you know what I'm just realizing? The timing of that was yeah. such that that was the beginning of 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. So we got those samples. Um, we um, blended the rye. We started tasting the rye, and we got actually we didn't. We, we could hardly get. Am I wrong? Yeah, we we couldn't even get past the rye. We did we did a high rye. We yeah. did twenty one percent, which yeah, yeah, was yeah. four, and then five was ninety nine percent corn. Right. And we had we, we had, weren't gonna do we weren't gonna we're do the, to, the high corn. We were only gonna do the the we, spring bourbon. Yeah, and you know the and, and another rye. We were actually looking at real rye, but. It was not ready. We tasted it. We go, oh my God, what are we going to do? And when we tasted the, you know, what was going to be batch five, we go, oh my God, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. It's time. Yes. <laughs> and this is 99% yeah. corn and 1% malted, malted barley. Barn. That's right. Yeah. It's delicious. Thank you. Really good. Just a <laughs> terrific blend. So then the, that was born. We And it was one of those mm. things where, you know what? It's really ready to go, so it's going to, to break out. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, it kind of leads into the next story, which is, you know, you had the small batch bourbon and rice going around the same time. Uh, of course, you had the 27-year-old, those limited releases, 50 bottles, I think, um, three, a, a couple different releases. But I remember because I had purchased uh, batch five and six of the bourbon. We had talked about this, and then the turn of 21... You released the first Kentucky whiskey. Yes. And I remember seeing the label, and there was a lot of talk on the secondary, which we have, we have one of those there, but there was a lot of talk on the secondary that, well, they're going to stop making the old batch, you know, the, I mean, the small batch bourbons, and they're just, they're, they're shifting now to oh, really? a Kentucky product. Well, that's this was the discussion going on. So I said, oh, well, I'm, that's it. I'm out. So I have... Batch one through six of the bourbon and the rye, of course, that is not the case, right? No. So, after further exploration, there's been what uh, one that was that one year that you released. Yeah, and it was totally different. The, the Kentucky whiskey was totally different. 2020. Than, yeah, then the two. Yes. The, the, the one we're going to have yeah. today is more like the American, but it's still right. Kentucky distilled. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's American. 2022. So really, there's only been. Three batches, right? Mm -hmm. Of Kentucky, but yet there was a long four, pause. Fourteen yeah. releases of the bourbon, mm -hmm. yeah, and then I think ten releases of your rye. Yes. So, and so the third one we're trying. It's a small batch, batch fourteen. Yeah. This is oh, the new one. So this is the latest yeah. bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna have y'all taste this okay. and give us your notes. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. 
before we talk about it. Absolutely. I don't want to. We don't want to put anything in your heads. Exactly. We don't want to plant any <laughs> old curse <Ideas>. seeds. <laughs> Well, I've cheated because I've already had this one, and I, and I love it. <laughs> no problem. Oh, it's, it's great. has all the brown sugar and, and caramel that you could want. I mean, if you're a cook, you'd, you'd be doing that, 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 that creme caramel, you know, you'd be, be I mean, this, this is very nice. And then the, you know, the oak is, is not too overpowering on this, and so the finish is nice and long. Yeah. Leaves a good sweet finish. Uh, lots of brown sugar in there. I love that sweet finish. Just mm -hmm. absolutely. There you if go. we don't get a sweet finish, we probably won't turn no, it out. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, we've been blending all morning today. <laughs> it's yeah. there or it's not. Yeah. This is very. This is this is really very good. So I, I may have to go next door and buy it. <laughs> What, I think they're out of batch 14, 14 next door. Already? I do have one in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. now we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. This is great. So when we were blending this, um, and this is a 12-barrel blend, and yep. uh, we've got, um, it's all double-oaked, just like five. And, and it's that was the same all mash bill. The same mash five. bill. So oh, great. it's 99-1? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm. Yeah. See? It, it tastes completely different. Yeah, yeah. you think it's like five, but even maybe in more levels. Yeah, yeah. It, this reminds me a lot of the five in a lot of ways. It just has a real sweeter uh, finish on it, longer, you know, sweeter finish. Um, it's definitely sweeter. Mm -hmm. This is excellent. You know, one of the things you have to always remember, you know, how long was that? This batch five has that been open? Yeah. And how long has the That's fourteen right. been open? You That's know, right. did you get a little more oxidation? Yeah. You know, yeah. so yep, yep. You know, they started. I loved it. They started talking about neck pours, you know, and I I like neck pours or I like the, you know different times. You of like drinking. all the pours. I do. I do. <laughs> neck another one. I would, the one thing with From wine. Down, you're good. One, one thing with wine, you you don't get to enjoy it like that. It just you know you, you better drink it today. That's right. Because probably tomorrow it's not going to be yeah. any good. Well, a bottle's a serving size, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. You should, one bottle a day. Yes. So well, if you if you look over the expressions you've put out post. Kentucky Owl, just old Carter. Which is the one that you look at and you say, I'll start with Sherry. I, I'm most proud of this. <laughs> well, I think we're proud of all of them, yeah. to be honest. Um, one doesn't really stand out more than another for me because I know how hard we work to make each and every one of them. And um, it really is, it is a labor of love. And it's, uh, people think, you know, we just sit around and drink all day. That must be a great job. But it's a lot of work. And it it's is. A lot of You're intense. exhausted. You're exhausted at the end of the day thinking about everything yep. that can you put this in, take this out, yep. what's going to improve that blend. It uses all parts of your brain, right? You've got the sensory experience, you've got the analytical experience, you've got the, you know, the logistics of it all. Thankfully, we do have Jay now. I, Jay. you know, we used to have that also weighing on us while we worked as well. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful. And I'll tell you the biggest. Um, not this is off topic for your question, but bringing everything in house has freed us up tremendously to be able to focus on because we really can, the creative we can bottle blending side of it when we're ready to bottle. Yes. Uh, if it was somebody else that we were bottling with, yeah. You're on their schedule. Yep. You might have to plan a year out to get on a bottling line. Yes. Mm -hmm. so. so now we feel like we really can stretch our creative muscle because we can 
just like yeah. on top of the in inventory and he can say this is what we've got this is what is next up brings in samples for us does all of that legwork and we just show up at this cute yeah. little table uh, and, <laughs> and make a know, big mess in, in every in every venture there's always you know the entrepreneur in us you you worry about at least you think about what what happens if it fails at what point did you know this is going to work this is going to be a success from the very beginning actually you know, I, I knew it was, it felt right. At Kentucky Owl or at? Uh, Both of them. Uh, yeah, but, that, that probably but old Carter, yeah. at, well, we had it, you know, with the, you know, Kentucky Owl. We were really right at the beginning. It was perfect. The timing we, was very It was cool. like we knew that we were probably screaming eagle of, of uh, bourbon, like wine. But, you know, um, since that sold, we had to work so hard. We knew we'd have to run so fast to get caught up again yeah we did well this batch 14 bourbon the most recent release is going to hit the shelves for the listeners out there uh and the viewers um and those of you that are old carter enthusiasts you'll know you'll remember batch five this is a uh, very comparable to the five absolutely delicious refreshing really right it's like got all the same profiles but it's very refreshing finish and the kind of if we didn't have to try two more bottles, Ben, <laughs> I would probably just, just stop keep right there. 14. But <laughs> only 3,046 bottles is what it looks like, and that's still such a small number in the industry. And that, that I guess that'd be one of your higher releases, right? It because is. Right. That was the biggest one we've ever done. Right here. So, <laughs> But even at 3,000 bottles, we start thinking about the six states, and then you break it down by the areas of the state, the cities, the stores. I mean, if it, I'm sure they'll be lucky to get a bottle or two. Well, there, and there's such a demand for it. I mean, yeah. in, in all of your states, people, if it hits the shelf, it's gone, right? I mean, it was at Justin's for a day or two, batch 14, and then disappeared. It was gone. I think they've got like two in the back. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I've talked about it. you already did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to add something to Mark's story because I think at the very beginning with Kentucky Owl, we, we got into it knowing, you know, we felt we had something very special just because of, the palettes that we've got and we knew that it was it was going to be we knew it was going to be mm. we knew it was good mm. dixon was a little nervous because we were like this is going to be great and dixon's like we're man he's you know the kentucky guy he knows what the scene is like we're on the other side of the country and we you know we make wine and we 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 think we know things right mm -hmm. and so but it did go very well and but we weren't seeing that and no, then Dixon, Dixon was, on the third release. Yeah. He started like he, sending photos of like, people standing that. outside, lining we up we didn't for our product. The bourbon world in that way. <laughs> yeah, people but, don't really do that for wine, do they? No, they do not. <laughs> but as a vendor, you understood so, blending. You understood yes, the process. Yeah. So we fully believe the marketing that. of it. Yeah. Like things came together. Yes. Yeah, so we were we were firmly behind it, yeah. but it wasn't until I think we saw those photos. We yeah. were we couldn't believe it. And you know, and also we did it out of just pure passion. We weren't, yes. you, know, you know, we said it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And we want it always <laughs> to be fun. It should be fun. It should be. If fun. we're working from a fun spot, we're going to actually probably create something really good. Absolutely. Instead of a stress level or That's something. That's the artistic like that. side, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right, so what about two or three? Yeah. This is three. I'll share the new one. I think. No, it's two. two. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They both okay. came out the same, but the same time. They're both big proofers, you know, one thirty one. Yeah, that's yeah. where they got back to where yeah. the American. I like that. I like the higher proof. Yes. But the American 
is coming from MGP, right? Yes. We're, we're not recording right now, right? Correct. Well, yeah, I'm editing well, all this back. out. And then the Kentucky is, uh, that's your, it's... We don't know where it really came we from. We don't. We actually yeah. don't. Sure I don't even know Nashville on Yeah. Um, so we can, go, we can jump back. So let's jump back on. Yeah. So now we're trying. Tell us a little bit about, uh, so what are we trying now? Uh, not 14. Batch 2. Yeah, batch, batch 2, two. Kentucky batch whiskey. Two. And why is it Kentucky whiskey, you ask? Well, it's whiskey from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, we could have called it an American whiskey. Yes. But the first batch was so different than our American than whiskey. Than our American whiskeys that we knew that the folks who really enjoyed the American whiskeys would be vastly confused. <laughs> That's just they both come from different states. It made yeah. sense. It made sense. Yes. And so uh, 2020 was the first Kentucky, uh, I believe, release. Batch one of yes. Kentucky bourbon. And then two and three were in 22. Yeah, it took us a while because yeah. we do a lot of yeah. double yeah. barreling. Double yeah. oaking, yeah. And so, you know, right. we, we said, well, these aren't ready. And we just went, let it sit for almost two years before yeah. we did another one. Yep. So, Joe, what are you getting on this one? A much different nose. I'm not picking up all the flavors that you would from, uh, you know, from their bourbon. I do get some of the heat, but maybe. Yeah. You definitely can get the heat coming off that. Mm -hmm. Honeycomb cereal. Yeah. <laughs> I think honeycombs is a very. Good. It's remarkably smooth. It's for, honey. There's a lot yeah. of honey in that. You know, but wow. and you're right. The honey, uh, the spices are beautiful on this, and then the honey finish, and you would call it the cream, right? That creamy, creamy. finish that you we want. love. We love coating also your, that creaminess. Uh, it does coat it. your mouth really well. This is very good again. Uh, I almost get a um, reminds me of a kid uh, popcorn with butter. Yeah. Know, yeah. You know, just as a kid, I have that every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, without all the heat and everything, uh, yeah. but it's that buttery and um, mm. the flavors are great. I like there's a cinnamon dust in there too. Yep. Yeah, I get the cinnamon. I get a little nuttiness on, yeah. on all the Kentucky ones, actually. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting. This is a little more, this is like your nuts on Clark. Chicago Airport. Six, uh, 1,692 <laughs> bottles in this batch, so 131 proof. <laughs> Very good. Like airport. <laughs> Not so close. You're walking down. Just kidding. It's big. It's almost um, after, after dessert, after dinner type. It's that big. Yeah. I, could, I could get a bowl of ice cream with this and drink it on the side. There you go. Really good. What kind of ice cream? Oh, well, I would go with like a really rich vanilla. Yeah. Just nice and plain, right? Yeah. Um, the classic. Yeah. And just Nobody ever talks let, about bourbon and ice cream. No, they don't. Yeah. You know, let the flavors you know, of the whiskey be, yeah, the next bring out the, you know, like the vanilla it. bean. That's where I would go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I'm not fancy. an ice cream person, but I love to think about that. I think that's the next phase of, uh, and where you all have an advantage, I think, over others in the industry coming from the wine side. The next phase is kind of pairing. so much pairing yeah. yes. and palate, and you know, uh, I think the whiskey palate has been stuck on one thing for so long, mm -hmm. and then it's all been opening up with these various finishes. But whiskey pairing, right? Like, how would you, you know, what is the kind of the true like food visualization for the whiskey you're drinking? You know. Yeah. Oh, this reminds me of marshmallows by the campfire. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we got a lot of that. We do a lot of no, uh, uh, 
<laughs> tasting notes. That's great. Absolutely. But Strawberry the, strudel sitting on a saddle. But, but my favorite <laughs> tasting note is That's a wine. delicious. That's Mark's favorite. So yeah. We did a series of videos where we were joking around downstairs, and um, they're really funny, actually. We're by ourselves, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> and I was, we would open something, and Mark would taste it very and look at each other very seriously, and I would say, what do you think? And he would say, Delicious. <laughs> and then I would say, by delicious, I yeah. think he means yeah, running so, through a spring meadow with no, a, that, carrying. I'm like, that oh, guy okay. in the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I like it, or I'm not sure. No. But, yeah. Yeah. We have a term for Ben. It's called red light, green light. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, that's uh, not thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like green light, you know. But that's kind of the, that's okay, though. That's ultimately what it boils down to, right? Yeah. You know, what do you like best? Do you like it or not? Well, and that, that's individual. Yeah. You know, to every person out there that's tasting Whether something. Whether it's wine or whiskey, yeah. right. it should be that way. You know, you know I, drink what you like and yeah. drink it how you yeah. like it. Yeah. So, so you decided to start this Kentucky whiskey kind of late. Uh, you had three batches of this. It's at that high 130 plus proof each of the batches. You do have the American whiskey with that same alcohol profile, but. It's because you could tell the difference. I yes, think. and okay. I like. I haven't profile. tried the. American yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, yeah. but I guess yeah. it just falls into a different profile. It does, well, and the and first so. one actually was very low proof. Yeah. It was a, like 106, wasn't it? Maybe it was, 107, maybe. Yeah, it was low proof. Because that was another difference. Batch, batch yeah. six bourbon was the lowest thing we ever did, which was 106. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't much higher than that, and so we knew. Mm -hmm. Also, those American whiskey fans love that big high proof. And, we're talking 139. And, right. and since we're saying so, that, just because they were different proofs, we have still never put a drop of water no. in anything we have blended. It's barrel strength. Barrel strength. Or go big or go home. That's right. That's right. I like uh, that mentality. You can put a cube yeah, in right. You can do it here. Yeah. 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 You do what you want. So, yes. a plug for our third person, Kyle, who's not here today. Because that is his motto, go big or go home. That's right. So. All right, so our last one is the American whiskey? That is correct. I think that's the 10. The four, that's no, I, I keep going back. <laughs> this one right here. So it is, I, I know it's the 10, <laughs> but it, I just got to find a bottle here. There it is. <laughs> We're kind of out of order now. Batch 10. Yep. And this one is 131.8 proof. Yep. 2,621 bottles. It's a good size batch. Yes. Well, for you. When was the release date on this one? Was it? That last? one was the end of last year. Last 2022? Year. It was early January. Okay. Am I right? Gosh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think because we got, we got, um, uh, now I can't remember. I think it was either late last year last or the year. very beginning of January. It, it's going go we did by, some back to back. It's going by so fast. I well, can't even believe it's already two months almost done. I know. Yeah. So we're, we're losing track of uh, the time. It, well, we and we have been really focused on blending. Oh, big time. Yeah. Well, and I, I think you know, you, in some ways, uh, you satisfied. You know, the demand in the states that you're servicing by producing specific batches for. Some you're thinking about their palate. Some is just getting the number of bottles they need yeah. to kind of meet that demand. But that's got to be making things awfully busy, because I'm looking at that. You really accelerated the number 
of batches. batches. Yes. I mean, very small batches that are coming out, and that's a lot of work because every batch requires probably, I would guess, right, the same amount of attention. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, you know, one thing with us when we're blending, you know, it's you get a, a huge amount of barrels, it gets kind of unruly. And we're not, we're not there. You no. know, we don't, you know, we love doing very small batches. We call it precision blending. It really is. I we, mean, we're, we're, we really are um, kind of, <laughs> when we do our blends, I'm a, I'm creative. Case in point, with my little wine brand back in the day, Ruby Curran, I made the mistake. This was a great mistake to make. Oh, yeah. Was to print tasting notes on, on the, the back bottom, of the label. On the label. Never do that because yeah. you never really know what it turned out <laughs> like until you blend or dump so, it all into it. It was a it was a Syrah Grenache blend. And I did my math wrong on my blend ratio, and we ended up it was heavier Grenache than Syrah. But my tasting profile notes were this rich, deep, dark, sexy you know, lush wine. Which was more and Syrah based. Mark was putting the last, it was a couple barrels of Grenache and he's putting the second barrel of Grenache in the tank and I came out and he said, you want to taste your, taste your wine? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he got a glass and got some out of the tank for me and I said, stop, don't put any more Grenache in it. It's <laughs> totally bright. It's yeah. out of range. I can't do this. I can't do it. And we're bottling like the next I said, day. we're going to be bottling tomorrow. It's like, we're doing it. And we got a truck here bottling. No, so no, it's no. Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's, it, it's going to happen. And I said, I can't do it. I cannot put we, anything we, in the bottle that doesn't. We made some emergency Like calls. made with intention and integrity. <laughs> so we were fortunate yes. enough that we had a few friends that had two barrels of Syrah that we could go pick up or a barrel of Syrah. Yeah. And we were able to dump it in there and give it the richness. We and it brought my richness right. back. So then I was like, okay. Yeah. That's my blessing now. It could go. But the same thing with this is that our math is very precise. Mm, our yeah. flavor profiles that we that we blend to, we don't blend to a profile, but once we do a blend and we love it, we want that to be what comes out of that tank. And we know it will and we be know it exactly will be like that because exactly. we're precise with every barrel. Yes. And I think that makes a big yeah. difference. So, uh, so other than the, I guess, the, the state-specific barrels that are yeah. hitting the shelves as we speak. Yeah. What's the next thing that you'll have out? Is there a batch we're, 15 to the bourbon or a rye? We're ready to do rise and American whiskeys. Yes, again, American well. first. Yeah, yeah. So, so that will come out in 2023? Is that one? Well, we'll have to talk about this now yes. because since Sherry's mentioned it, um, you know, upstairs where we're at right now is the old Carter Social Club. And we have um, members to the, the club and uh, they are able to get about six bottles a year and we need to do another batch for the club so the know, members so have members only releases so yeah. they don't go to the regular distribution channels they're not sold on the pop-ups that we do downstairs so it's its own kind of sales channel and how does one become a member <laughs> well uh -oh. you can, you can, actually you can go right on our website we've got a request to be added to the mailing list or not the mailing list. There's that too um, for our newsletter, but mm -hmm. there's a membership sign, sign up, up for, yeah. if for what, folks that are interested. Right now, there's a wait list. We are totally sold out, but we are opening up uh, another tier. tier for some of the folks that have been on the wait list. Yes. So we said, get this on the one wait list. This up kind yeah. of quickly. Yes, we, quicker than we anticipated. Yeah. It's, so. it's right downtown Louisville, right in the middle of the Bourbon District. It's beautiful in here. 
Um, Absolutely. If if I'm going to join a club, have a glass of whiskey. This this would be the place yeah. to do it. It's One just of the nice. It's really nice. And I'll explain about the yeah. social club is uh, you actually uh, don't open your bottles. Uh, we actually share bottles uh, that we've released with your the the member and as many as you know five, they can't bring five five friends. other people and so, it's a free tasting yeah we pour for you what's in your locker mm -hmm. and then you take what's in your you know your locker that you unopened bottles go home with go them. home you don't ever open them so you can take them home you know they're yours so they're yours yeah. you can also send an agent on your behalf to pick up for you oh. if you can't come and get them so, um, so folks, kind of a fun program. if you're listening, either on Apple or Spotify, cancel your gym membership. You want to belong to the old Carter social club. Yeah. A lot of perks. You can leave with full bottles. Yeah. You can even send an agent. I can't send an agent to the gym to work out for me. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That would yeah, be nice. Sat, you get all fit. Yeah, yeah my <laughs> agent burned 800 there, calories for me today. There's another floor to your building, so maybe you put a gym in there. <laughs> I like People that. Can we come, have not had that They idea. can come work yeah. out no. and then come down for drink a, a little drink. Yeah. Drink a little bourbon. Mark, Sherry, thank you so much for coming on Bourbon Podcast. We appreciated it. Folks, um, if you haven't tried the latest Old Carter batch 14 of course there's a new uh the the state specific batches are coming out now uh you've got to pick these up they are fantastic joe what do you think i'm impressed i mean um the, again carefully you know put together small batches very small batches well thought out you can tell there's a lot of of uh, love that goes into those batches and i think that that love kind of transfers into the bottle you you can taste the quality you can taste yeah. that they care i mean your name's on the bottle right so Absolutely. it's got to be perfect when yeah. it comes out and uh it's perfect everything's good everything we've had has been been wonderful so. yeah great hospitality great bourbon great whiskey we appreciate you so much Thank you very much. Thank it's you. great hanging out with you guys. Yes. And uh, we look forward to, you know. You'll see our applications again. in the social club. <laughs> we look good. forward to welcoming you back as a member. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'll tell you, you know, when I left, when, when we were driving, Joe, and we were, when we left uh, Old Carter Whiskey, I just couldn't help but think, man, these are nice people. Uh, such wonderful hosts. You know, they were breaking out the good juice. I mean, yeah, and you know, well, it's a couple things. First, how great they were. They were just so nice. Yep. They had smiles on their faces the whole time. You can tell that they truly loved what they're doing. The other thing that that I made note of. So when when we're Joe and I are driving in, it's about a three and a half hour drive. Joe, of course, he's got Kentucky Al, probably everyone ever produced, and then he's got Old Carter. But he started reading on their website all the different batches that they've made and the number of bottles and actually committed it to memory. So, and like, you know, within an hour and a half span, we get there and Joe knows everything there is to know. Oh about no, it's every batch. It was it's, like more than you. They're like, we don't know how many batches they have. And then Joe starts going, I was cracking up listening to them. Like, and here Joe goes tell, telling them how many batches how, of each product they have. He didn't have notes. This was from <laughs> memory. So we get there and he knows, well, there were 681 bottles made of, yeah. you know, that one. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was impressive, and then we the, probably the thing that was most impressive was was uh, when I had a one on one 
uh, going through the case to figure out which bottles to to sample. And I, I saw batch five, you know, of the original bourbon. Right. I was like, oh, boy, everybody has been talking about this and I haven't had it, but I owned it. I was like, how about that one right there? And so he pulled out. Yeah, I mean, five great bottles. Oh, you guys were like drooling. Pretty they shocked were, and didn't even think twice about it. They were like making fun of you for, you know, your, the looks on your faces as you drank it, which I, it was pretty funny to listen to. And even the, you know, some of the even the newer batches, I think batch 14 of the bourbon yeah. we, we was the newest one we tried, even though they had released another one that same week. Man, it was good. It was just so good. Um, so I'm still sipping on batch 14. Yeah. I've um, not had a whole lot of the product, but it was phenomenal hearing you guys talk to them and you know, you asked about it, but it's like the success, right? I mean, good for them. It's like <laughs> lightning struck twice. I mean, they had, it was incredibly successful with Kentucky Owl, and then it was sold. And then they said, Hey, you know what? Let's do it again. And old Carter is now, I mean, when it's released and of course it's, it's limited. I think batch Joe will know this batch 14. What were there like 3000 bottles, Joe? It, 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 the whole thing to me is real interesting. Like the approach they're taking right now where they, they were having problems just meeting basic demand. So they, they essentially divide the batch up by state, yeah. you know? And so now they're doing like, Oh, well, here's the California batch. Number right. one, California batch number two, a year later. So it's a, uh, yeah, super small batches, but the newer the newer one actually is a, a much bigger release. But you know, with their network, it won't go very far. Well, they're bottling. You know, going, they were bottling be, it there. Gone, you know, relatively quickly, and and they've really developed such a strong following in those eight core states. You know, that they've been targeting. Well, what did I couldn't tell? So they started distilling in seventeen while they're putting out uh, source stuff, which is right. totally normal. Love that they're very transparent about that. Are they bottling? They're distillate now, or is it all? So they, they don't distill at all. They yeah. are, uh, you know, you're They're talking blenders. about a couple. It comes from, uh, uh, let's see, Napa, right? Uh, the Carter Vineyards, I think, is their vineyards. And so they've been they've been known, you know, as like a, in people who blend wines and have made really good batches. And uh, so this was their first foray, Old Carter, into into. You know, well, maybe we can spend a lot of time blending different type of right. bourbons together and, you know, various rides. We well, create these but I batches. Think they, I think and they that's are, kind of how it started. But I think they are distilling via maybe Bardstown. Bardstown. Like they, right. So they are putting down their own, their own distillate. But is is that yet going into bottles that are being released or is it all sourced today? I couldn't tell. I, th- I thought they are getting their bottles now from their barrels now from Bardstown. And they're actually bottling it at their at their building. I mean, like, yeah, they bring them in. Yeah. Bring I heard, in I they do it. The... Right. Um, but you know, Sherry had her own, uh, her own thing going on in California. You know, she was, she was very successful and is a very successful artist. In fact, you know, w- when I was reading kind of prepping for the interview, I did not realize that the horse on the yeah, old cool. Carter bottle was something that she had made and it was there somewhere yeah she goes yeah it's here yeah Yeah, it's like downstairs let's bring it up here and check it out yeah that's amazing um yeah yeah, they've both had very successful careers you know uh, first uh individually in wine and now you know they're doing their thing again after the success of kentucky owl they're doing it with old carter and and they have a tremendous following you cannot keep the bottles on the shelves when when it rolls out and i happen to show up in, I can't remember if it was in Lexington or Louisville, when Batch 14 was released and picked up a bottle or two, 
And then just pure luck when Joe and I were there, um, a week or so ago, uh, Justin's had their Kentucky, was it Kentucky two, Joe? Yeah, it's two or three. Yeah. Right. Just having to have a few bottles. Since they've been moving to those state releases. So that is when, yeah, cause you guys were talking about the Kentucky whiskey, but is that a bourbon that's being, when you were saying that that's like the bourbon being yeah. released in Kentucky or it's not a bourbon. So here's the thing. I, uh, even though they may be dis, uh, distilling through, you know, Barstown, they've been putting barrels off a yeah. lot. If it's age stated more than likely, that's, you know, the older source yeah, stuff, source. Or the source stuff sure. that they come across, but they did come across, uh, similar to Penelope, you know, um, some old, uh, was it light whiskey, right, Ben? And so that gets when if that got blended in, which I think it did in in this batch, it uh, that would make it a obviously a, a whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, uh, I got it. I don't. I do not believe that is bourbon. Got um, it. So, and that's what also pumps that 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 alcohol you know, ABV up so high. So I think that's uh, MGPs. That's that that's that uh, ninety-eight percent corn or whatever. It's not nine yeah, percent okay. corn. So Joe, of all the batches that we tried that while we were there. Was batch five your favorite? Yeah, I think those original, some of those original bourbons, you know, batch five, batch one and two, uh, two, really very good. And that batch five was excellent. I just think it was the most complex. It had the longer finish. Um, It was one where the, you know, the heat came up nice, you know, pretty quickly, but then had that slow finish. Which uh, differentiate that between that and the 14, then, that, you know, you wanted to try. That was one of the ones we got a chance to open Mm -hmm. and try. And then it you know, similar profile, like you could put them side by side in terms of kind of what they were looking for in it. But I think the finishes, yeah, that, that batch fives, there's a reason it's going for at least a person to person, about a thousand a bottle right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, some of their bottles, you know, that 27 year that they released. Yeah. um, What's that going? Five, 6,000 a bottle. I haven't seen it. Or higher. That's that's, the, crazy. that's obviously the very old Carter, right? That yeah. they labeled it. Yeah, the twenty-seven year. But I'll wow. tell you the um, first of all, I enjoyed everything that we tried there, and batch five was great. Man, batch fourteen was so good. Like I left there thinking, you know, in the next day or two, I'm going back to batch fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to try it. Yeah, if yeah. one of my good friends will bring me a little, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I just think it's interesting, Cal, because again, it's it's like this. There, it's a new art of blending whiskey and it's 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 a couple you know that essentially didn't have any experience in the whiskey industry but had great palates they had a great idea they were really good at branding they 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 kind of knew what they were looking for when they were going to blend these whiskeys but um it's it's interesting to me that you've, you you know we did penelope and now we're doing this one and then i think you know of course the uh, jackie zyken right same yep. thing yep. no it's a i mean yeah what a great partnership they have and it is an, it's kind of a theme of our, our, you know, nascent podcast is like the, the blenders, not distillers that we're talking to. And I think it's neat. I mean, it's who, who yeah. said that to us, at, who said to us like, Hey, listen, Buffalo Trace, I've got 20 chemists on staff. Like it's a science. I'm not going to try and compete with that. Like I'm going to blend. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. It and, makes total sense. And they're having a blast. I mean, they're both, you know, uh, Mark is, uh, man, he's 
he's the, he just want to, you want to have a drink with him. Yeah. You know, he's like, like, he is so cool and Sherry. Hey, did you tell the story about walking up in the car and he actually left his car on? That's (laughs) no, I didn't, I didn't tell that story. Maybe we tell that off. Maybe maybe we tell that off, uh, off mic. (laughs) It was great. It was great. Well, you have to just real quickly then tell the Justin how we went into Justin. So we're like, yes, we're going into your car and the guy's looking at me like that, that's working at Justin saying, uh, have fun next door. And then we're walking back to your car. And we're actually Ben. We're, I mean, uh, Kyle, we're in the car. And you know, Ben's getting ready to start it. And he goes, well, he said it's next door. And he goes, what do you mean it's next door? And then he, Ben looks down and he sees um, one of the Carters outside. He's like, I think that's, I think that's the guy. Yeah, Mark and Carter so, walked out of the building. I was, was like, because I was getting ready to type the address yeah, in yeah. ways, but literally we're parked right yeah, in, in front. front and Mark yeah. walks out. And I was like, yeah, that's Mark Carter. And so I get out of the truck, I introduce, he's in the car, introduced myself and he was getting, I think he was going to leave. And then he was coming back because we were about 30 minutes early for the yeah. interview. How much did you guys drink at Justin's? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, what did we try? We tried. What did, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. What did we try? Each. I mean, I, 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 uh, we tried a couple of really good bottles. Like I'm trying to Walthons. remember now with those single. Walthons? Uh, Walthons. Yeah. Walthons. Yeah. We tried that one. It was good. Oh, it was a Wathen single barrel they had picked. Yeah, that was really good. And there was another one that um, we gave a shot at. And uh, for the life of me, now I can't remember. That was more of a rhetorical question, but I appreciate you guys answering it. Literally, yeah. Well, I'm I'm directionally challenged anyway. So I didn't realize I just had to stumble next door. But the the funny story is, so he, I mean, he's such a great host. He gets out, he unlocks the door to go in, takes us up, and he leaves his car running out front. Oh, my God. Sherry shows up and she's like, uh, did you know your car was running out front? It was like, oh, oh, but you know, um, it, it's, it's fascinating, you know, these interviews when, you know, you read about the people and you try to study as much. And then when you meet them in person, they're just such great people. You know, one of the reasons why I asked Sherry the question about, you know, about, uh, what advice she would give, you know, female mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. I mean, she's been just so successful and, uh, Mark, I was curious when I asked the question, so, you know, you've got a background in wine at, at some point, you know, are you going to put bourbon in the wine barrels? And then that's when we were able to break the news, if you will, that they're actually doing that. They're yeah. going over and tasting it. Yeah. Um, well, I've sure some handpicked barrels from California, from their California, uh, vineyard, I believe that they have brought in to, they didn't kind of give up what type of wine or style, but, yeah. um, that that was exciting to hear because they kind of passed over the fact, but it made me chuckle because you guys t- talked to him about the prisoner, which I wouldn't say we loved. Right. And uh, they basically said like, yeah, we haven't had any finished bourbon that we've liked, like wine finished bourbon that we like. So I'm actually, I can't wait to try what they do because it's like, the, I kind of agree. So it's like, well, yeah. if they have something they like, I'm curious. Yeah. I, I, I suspect that's going to be yeah. very difficult to find. I'm going to, of course, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to send that email. I'm going to try to, I'm going to pull some strings. We're going to get a bottle of that and we're going to review yep. it right here. That's on right. Bourbon Mark, we should, Sherry, we you... should do a proof positive on that. Yeah. And they, they, they were, they were kind of jumping out of the seat to talk about it. It was interesting. <laughs> so they, if, like, like you said, they, they really didn't, uh, they weren't real high on bourbon, you know, uh, finished in wine cast, but they clearly were, uh, satisfied with, uh, some of the results that they were getting from their own finishing. So yeah, this will be fun to try. Well, you truly couldn't find anybody that has more expertise no. in both 
right? So yeah. it's going to be, it's got to be good. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. Yeah. Mark and Sherry, if you've made it this far in this episode, if you've actually listened, we're, we're making the request. <laughs> we want to, we want a sample. Yeah. Send us a sample. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate them coming on. Um, Mark and Sherry Carter. If you haven't tried batch 14 or if you're in one of the states where they're doing the uh, state batches, make sure you pick it up. It is, um, it's tremendous. We, we all enjoy it. So thanks for tuning in, folks. See you on the next episode.